Welcome to The Money Spot, the place where we answer your money questions. I'm your host, Heather Katonga Woodward, and in this week's episode, we have a question from Mary about releasing equity from your home. Hi, Heather. It's Mary here. When is a good time to draw equity from my house? When I retire, which is in about five years or before? Thanks for the help. Hi, Mary. Thank you so much for asking this question because it really got me scratching my head. I was initially quite flummoxed when I received the question because as a proponent of the FIRE movement, financial independence, retire early, the whole premise of my money management toolkit is to get out of debt, including mortgage debt, completely and never go back. However, I'm going to park this way of thinking and answer your question in the most unbiased fashion that I can. And I'll also ask you a few probing questions so you can figure out whether this is what you want to do. Firstly, what do you plan to do with the money? Do you want to use the money for general living or to make a significant purchase or investment? Generally, I think in most cases, it's not a good idea to get into debt during retirement as it may cause undue stress if you run into any unexpected financial problems. So I'm going to pose a few options to you. Option one is take equity out and pay off the debt or interest during retirement. Uh, I don't know the value of your home or any other numbers. However, if you take equity out of your house, that money will be charged interest. And if you enter into a standard mortgage contract, you will have to pay the interest and possibly repayments from the month after you take that equity out. From my follow-up email to you, I gathered that you have a pension that will come in when you retire. I'm assuming this is a defined benefit type pension. So it'll be paid to you from retirement until you die a little bit like a salary. By taking on debt, you will have a reduced income. So if your pension is an income amount equal to about $2,500 per month, and if you take out equity that requires you to make 500 pound or dollar monthly payments, you will lose 20% of your pension straight off the bat to debt payments. How will this affect your standard of living? Can you live on the remaining 2000? Is the thing that you're going to do with the money that you're taking out of your home important enough that you're happy to take this haircut from your pension income? Option two is you take equity out of your home and pay all the interest off when you die. If you're 55 or over, which I assume you are, you can also get a mortgage that doesn't require you to make interest payments until you die. So there are a few equity release options. You can release equity through something called a lifetime mortgage. It might be called something different in America. I think you are based in America based on the email communication we had. If you're over 55, you can take equity out of your home at a fixed or capped interest rate. And a lifetime mortgage allows you to take money out of your property a bit at a time up to an agreed amount. And interest is charged only on the total amount that you've taken rather than the whole amount that is available to you. Depending on the terms, you may be allowed to repay some or all of the amount borrowed. Otherwise, with a lifetime mortgage, all the interest would be accumulated and paid on your death from your estate. 
Another second type of equity release scheme is through what's called a home reversion plan. Under a home reversion plan, you sell a stake in your home at a below market value to a bank. So for example, if your home is worth say 100,000, I'm just using simple numbers to keep it easy, you might sell a 40% stake to the bank for a 20,000 lump sum. When you die, the bank gets 40% of whatever the house is worth at that point. So if you die 20 years later, for example, and your home is worth 300,000, the bank gets 40% of that 300,000, which would be an amount of 120,000 for just the 20,000 that they lent to you. That sounds like a pretty huge return. If you died the very next year and your house has stayed exactly the same in value, then the bank still gets 40,000 because they have a 40% stake in your 100,000 value home. So for the 20,000 that they lent you, they've doubled their money. Even if your house falls in value, the bank is still likely to come out ahead because they take a huge haircut off of the value of the house when they do a home reversion plan equity release. The reasons these mortgages are only offered to people over a given age is to minimize the chance of the bank losing its money. For example, because accumulated interest exceeds the value of the house on a lifetime mortgage. To safeguard the bank further, they keep the amount of equity that can be released quite low and the younger you are, the lower the allowed equity release. So a 55-year-old might be restricted to releasing no more than, say, 20% of the value of the home, but a 75-year-old might be allowed to release 30 to 40%. I'm making numbers up here because the reality is that more conservative banks will have lower limits and banks that are more risk-tolerant allow a bigger release of equity. It all sounds great on first inspection, but banks have received a lot of bad press regarding equity release schemes because in the fine print, they have stuff like you don't need to repay the interest provided you live in the house. So if you need to move home, even into a care facility or to a more accessible home because you develop mobility issues, all that money comes due and you'd be forced to sell your house in order to pay the bank back. There are likely to be other catches too because banks are in this to make money. So if you go for an equity release scheme of any nature, you should have a lawyer or financial advisor look at the terms and conditions diligently for you so you know exactly what you're getting yourself into. The bank might get a guarantee that you'll never owe more than the value of your home. Uh, they'll give you that guarantee. But this means you could owe the full value of your home to the bank. If you release equity at age 55 and live until 95, there's every chance that interest can accumulate to the point of exceeding the home value. It's nice to get a tax-free lump sum via an equity release, but in doing so, you may reduce your entitlement to any sort of means-tested state benefits now or in the future. So you need to think about this angle too. I don't know how well I'm doing with the unbiased view thing here. As you can probably tell, I do think releasing equity is a high-risk game. And frankly, it freaks me out because in retirement, you should be relaxed and not thinking about the people you owe money rather than going back to a debt situation. If you don't have any kids or charities and causes that you'd like to leave an inheritance to, 
and you're certain you will be physically fit enough to live in your home until the day you die, then perhaps the risk of releasing equity could be worth it for you. Another form of equity release is to just downsize your home. So you sell your expensive current home and buy a cheaper home and live off the difference. This way, you release equity, but you don't incur any debt in the process. What is the cost of equity release? Well, according to moneysavingexpert.com, a lifetime mortgage equity release typically has an interest rate of about 5%, but some rates are under 3%. This is a lot higher than the rates on regular mortgages. For example, with a 40% deposit in the UK, you can now get a five-year fixed rate mortgage of just under 1.4%, just to give you an idea. That's a big difference in interest rate, 1.4% versus 5% to 3% on an equity release scheme. If you release equity at a rate of 5%, then, um, then the amount you owe would double every 14 years. You should look up my article on the rule of 72. So just Google katsonga.com and the rule of 72. So if, say, you borrow 20000 on a £120,000 home, if you live until 74, you'd owe 40000 Live until 88, you'd owe 80000 And live until 102, which is very feasible nowadays, you'd owe 160000 As well as the cost of the interest. Don't forget that you'll have to pay arrangement fees when you take out the mortgage. And in the UK, these range from about £1,500 to £3,000, depending on the mortgage deal and including things like solicitors and surveys. What are the alternatives? As you have five years until retirement, you could try to boost your savings over the five years that you have until retirement so that rather than borrow money, you've saved for it, whatever it is you want to use the money for. If you don't feel you earn enough to save the money you want, you can look at things like renting rooms in your home via Airbnb or something similar, or by getting a more full-time lodger. I would personally find it very scary to go into retirement with debt because the need to keep up with payments or even just the knowledge that I don't actually own my home would scare me. But if you're more comfortable with the idea, then this won't be a consideration for you at all. My biggest advice would be to get professional advice before you take the massive step and do whatever you can to avoid having to do it. A debt-free retirement is a peaceful retirement. Much love and thanks for being a long-time follower, Mary. I recall seeing your name in my inbox a few times over the years. And please look at the show notes to see the linked article on equity release on the moneysavingexpert.com website. So to summarize, your options are to downsize and release equity by living in a smaller, cheaper home or to get a regular mortgage at a low interest rate and pay that off using your retirement pension. So that's option two. Option three is to do the actual equity release uh, using a lifetime mortgage, which would be paid off from your estate when you die. And the last option, option four, is to use a home reversion plan in which the bank owns a stake in your home and on your death they would get X percent of your home, depending on the agreed amount, when you release the equity. Think through all these options carefully, and I'm sure you'll come up with the best option for you. Thanks so much for listening. 
If you want to ask me a personal finance question, please type themoneyspot.co.uk into your address bar and you'll be redirected to the exact page on my website where you can ask a question. There are three things I would love you to do. Why don't you have a look at my ebooks or courses? My property course is the top rated UK course on Udemy for people who want to begin to invest in property. My notes to debt freedom give you an A to Z guide on how you can go from debt to zero debt. And finally, my workbook B-School for money-wise, wealth-bound kids will be a fun book that you and your kid can go through together to start teaching them all the common sense things they need to know about money so that they never ever struggle with debt. The second thing I'd love you to do is to please rate me five star on Apple Podcast. And if I don't yet deserve your five star, please send me a message and let me know how I can earn your five star rating. And finally, if you're just loving what you're hearing and the value I'm putting out there, look into the show notes and buy your girl a coffee. Thank you. Have a great day. They said it